stuff. Welcome to Good Stuff Sports. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and you found the podcast where I talk to athletes and others in the sports industry about their stories. What do they love about their sport or athletics in general? What's the importance of practice and not giving up of the hard work that goes into doing what they love and seeing results? What are the moments and highlights that stand out in their careers? On today's very first episode, talk to Greg Cohen, who's a professional ultimate Frisbee player. Greg's story is very, very interesting. He's a natural athlete who had to make a big decision and had to work extremely hard to get to the point where he is in his Frisbee career. Thanks for listening. For everything that you need to know about the Good Stuff Sports Podcast, go to www.goodstuffpod.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing with a friend. Here is Greg Cohen. I'm here with my buddy Greg, and I've known Greg for a long time. And one thing that is really uh, uh, fascinating to me about Greg is he's the only person that I know who's a professional athlete. Greg, tell us a little bit about about how you got to be a professional athlete and in what sport and how this all happened for you. Well, first of all, thank you for, for uh, having me on, Mike. I'm always happy to uh, talk to you. Good <laughs> friend of mine. We haven't talked in a while, so this is uh, fantastic. Um so I play professional ultimate frisbee, and the way that I got my start was actually at URJ Camp Newman. Shout uh, out! Shout out! Little shout out! <laughs> uh, I went to Camp Newman for eleven years, and every single Friday at camp, there's this big staff versus CIT or counselor and training game. And when I was a camper in 2002. I remember watching these staff members and looking to them like they were, you know, the biggest superstars in the world. I remember being like, oh, my gosh, that's Dan Bear. Oh, my gosh, that's, you know, whoever, Jay Kirsch. And I wanted to be them so badly. That's all I thought about. Actually, really quick, funny story. I saw one of my old counselors um, about a month ago, and he, he had this booklet of, exit interviews and one of the questions was what do you want to learn or what do you want to do uh by next summer and i said i want to be i want to learn how to throw a flick and be a frisbee star (laughs) so that's crazy i couldn't believe i said that but anyways so i I got my start at camp newman and you know i grew up uh at camp again 11 summers end up being a cit playing in those cit games and i just fell in love with it um I also used to play a lot of baseball in my life. So basically the way my life worked was I played baseball all year long and then I went to camp, didn't play baseball at all and played Frisbee. And, you know, when I was um, deciding on college, I was thinking about playing baseball. You know, that was a kind of big thing. But then I decided I didn't want to. Ended up going to UC Santa Cruz. And because of Camp Frisbee, I decided to try out for the Ultimate Frisbee team at Santa Cruz. Now, College Ultimate has been around for a long, long time. I don't know the exact amount of years, but it's been well over 30, I believe. And luckily, I actually tried out for a team that happened to be like number five in the nation when i actually i remember the first practice these guys like i had no idea how good ultimate frisbee players could be again i was playing at a 
you know, summer camp, <laughs> a Jewish summer camp. And, uh, we, you know, the, the athletes were fine there, but they weren't anything right. that um, I thought, you know, to the top level at least. And um, anyway, so I went to the first practice and these these guys were amazing. And I remember talking to my to my friend Seth, who Seth Eisenberg, he also went to camp with me and we played on the Santa Cruz Ultimate Team together. And we were both like, are you sure we want to be on A team? Maybe we should just do B team. This is going to be too hard. Anyways, we both made A team and that year was unbelievably special. I mean, we we went to nationals, which is really difficult to do. I mean, only about 20 college teams get to do it a year and there are literally hundreds. It's the fastest growing sport in America right now. And gosh, that that year really, um, really was special. And one of the main reasons is because of my coach, Daryl. Daryl, he's he's the kind of guy that you just, he just garnishes respect. He just gets respect from everybody. And he seriously is one of the most amazing people I've ever met. He built his own house. He has two kids. One of them is was like ten years old and ran a sub six minute mile. Like Whoa. these kids are insane. And <laughs> he just he's one of the most amazing men. I've never really looked up to someone as much as I looked up to uh, this coach. So, anyways, also on that team were actually um, three players that I ended up playing with later in my life too. But you'll hear about that in a little bit. Um, Cassidy Rasmussen, Russell Wynn, and Devin Anderson, they were all seniors when I was a freshman, and they were really like the stars of the team. Uh, we would not have gone to nationals if we didn't have those guys. And, um, yeah, so I went to Santa Cruz, played played there for four years. I was captain twice, and, um, yeah, and then I – I got my uh, my real start. So, do you, what do you what would you like to know about Mike? What would you well, like so, to know about? So, that? so college ultimate frisbee makes sense, but there's a next step for you, right? Yeah. The, you you took it to to another level, and uh, as I said, like you're the only professional athlete I know. So how how does a person get to be a professional ultimate frisbee player? All right, so. In 2014, it was my senior year of college, and we used to go to, and so the cool thing about College Ultimate is it really is like a full year season, like pretty much like a full college year season. So we have like rookie warm-up tournaments in the beginning of the year um, in the fall, and these tournaments you know, are really, again, to uh, have your rookies try out. They're like tryout tournaments, see who's going to be on the team. So we went to a, a tournament in let's see, in Santa Clara, it was in Santa Clara, and the year before, the American Ultimate Disc League uh, was, like, was a thing, or two years, like, I think, yeah, it was, it was two years before the American Ultimate Disc League was created, that's the Professional Ultimate Disc League, it's pretty new, and um, so there was a new team starting in San Jose by the owner, Andrew Zill, and, you know, it was, um, it was pretty interesting because he would be going to like these warm up, you know, tournaments, these opening tryout tournaments just to find local talent. Like really how do you it's kinda tough to find good yeah. ultimate frisbee players and one of the best ways to do it is go to these little college tournaments. And so when I was at this Santa Clara tournament, I was warming up. It was Saturday, you know, again, I was a captain that year, so I was focusing on the team and this uh, this like, you know, 
very unassuming man comes up to me and just says, hi, Greg Cohen. I was like, um, yeah. <laughs> He's like, my name is Andrew Zill, and I would like to talk to you about playing for the uh, for professional ultimate for the San Jose Spiders. And, at, and he, like, gave me a contract, like, right then and there. And I remember thinking, like, what? What, what is what is no what this is a joke like i'm really come on what are you what are you talking about i don't know anyways it was ridiculous mm-hmm. so so then he also reached out to one of my other teammates uh brett peterson great great player and three other people that i knew that i actually played college ultimate against um one is uh simon higgins and let's see who else was it sunny zaccaro anyways uh simon higgins is an important one for uh the future of this conversation. Okay. Um, so anyways, yeah, he like reached out to me and then he like invited all of us to dinner. And so we're at dinner and he's just kind of talking about, you know, playing pro and like what it's going to be like and how he's going to be going after some of the really top players in the world. Two of the top players at that time, which played for the club ultimate team revolver and club ultimate has been around for a much much longer time than um pro ultimate again pro's only been around for five years now five or six mm-hmm. and club's been around for a long time almost as long as the college ultimate scene mm-hmm. so anyways um the, really the, the best player in the world for the last couple of years or who everyone believes and everyone knows his name bo kittridge right. if you look on uh, youtube you can find a video that says Bo jumps over a guy. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and another one of the players is Ashlyn Joy, who um, another amazing player, one of the best throwers the game has ever seen, and he also played for Revolver. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, you know, I ended up signing with the Spiders, and then Andrew Zill did a lot of great work. Again, the manager, the you know, the owner, general manager, whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. of the Spiders, um, signed Bo, signed Ashlyn, signed Simon. And signed a solid amount of the revolver guys, and it was pretty special. Like right when I saw these guys signing, I first thing I never thought I would be playing with these types of players. You know, right. I never thought I was really that good. I didn't realize like my potential, I guess. And yeah, it was pretty awesome. And so I got on the spiders, and we started practicing a little bit. We started playing games, and we ended up you know, winning a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And I kind of started showing who I was to the revolver guys. Ashlyn was also a captain of revolver at the time. And that was really important to me because my real goal was to be on revolver. I mean, right. that is that you dream about like pretty much every ultimate player that knows about club knows revolver and right. every ultimate right. player wants to play for that team. I mean, I mean, I, Mike, I just showed you the, uh, the website, the, uh, the website. Yeah. Go to revolverultimate.com and, uh, you'll see the national and world's championships that we've won in the past. And so anyways, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, tried out for revolver and this is during the spider season. So the spider season runs in the summer and so does the club season. Club season's a bit longer, but I was playing spiders with Ashlyn few and Bo and a few of the other, uh, revolver players. And I tried out for, Revolver, and it was one of the most grueling trial process, uh, processes I've ever experienced. And um, that year, one of the reasons it was so difficult was because it was a world's year. So if you want to know more about worlds, the way it works is there's this thing called Club Worlds, which 
um, different countries have different allocation of bids, and America had four that year. So it depends on how the teams do the year before at nationals. Revolver ended up winning in 2013 the national championships, so they were able to go to Worlds in 2014. And a lot of people were trying out. I remember I was not confident going in. I'm pretty sure my first tryout, first thing, I hit the uh, Bay Bridge traffic coming from Santa Cruz, so I was like an hour late. I was freaking out in the car. I was so afraid. And then I get there, I warm up, and I instantly have like a drop. And I hadn't had a drop in college. Like I couldn't remember the last time I dropped the Frisbee. And it was just like an easy drop. And I, uh, anyways, I went through the long tryout. Luckily, my coach from college, Gerald Nowen, was one of the people like eight years, seven years ago that's started revolver seven years ago at the time revolver's been around for 10 or 11 years now anyways uh he so he helped start revolver and he coached all the guys and was great friends with the head coach so i think he put in a good word for me and i just remember i'm sorry mike i'm just telling you this this is good this is great Uh, i remember being in my room tryouts were done and i was waiting for the call i Oh my gosh, I was waiting days and I just remember thinking like, that's it, you know, they wouldn't wait so long to call me, like I didn't make the team, it's okay, I'll figure out a different way to continue to play ultimate, you know, it's going to be alright, um, gosh, geez, and then I remember it was like, it was like a Tuesday night, it was a random night, <laughs> and I got a call, and Ashlyn, the Spiders captain right. and the Revolver captain, calls me and he says, so, looks like you're going to have to buy a ticket to Worlds. <laughs> like, and I said, what? <laughs> I said, are you, what? No, what? I started screaming. I'm like, you're kidding. You're, you're messing with me. I know you're messing with me. I was like, no way. You're messing with me. And he was like, no, no, I, I, no. Do you want me to be messing with you? <laughs> and he was just, I just, I, it was a, it was a happiness. It was you know, a feeling I had never felt before because I never really wanted something so badly. Yeah. Anyways, I made the team. Um, Spiders, again, was still going on, and we ended up going to the American Ultimate Disc League Championship weekend. One semis, um, one, and then one the finals won the uh, championship. It was my first real championship, That's which sweet. was pretty amazing. I mean, I... You know, I, I remember that feeling, and I actually had a huge game. Uh, it's on YouTube if you want to check it yeah. out. It's, uh, just type in my name at Ultimate, and you'll see the first. Let's see, uh, the first uh, the first game was in again 2014 San Jose Spiders, and I just had this huge sky uh, <laughs> for halftime for the buzzer beater, and it was like one of the best highlights I've ever had. My parents and my dad probably still watches the highlight video every <laughs> single day. Um, <laughs> But anyways, it was just it was just one of those you know one of those weekends and one of those moments I'll always remember. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Oh, so it sounds like the lesson is like when you really want something, you can do it, right? So like, what was the preparation to to get on this revolver team? Which is interesting, right? Like the club team sounds like it was more meaningful to you than like the professional team, the professional contract. I know they both mean a lot, but this was like, you know, you telling me like you prepared, like you've never prepared before. So like what goes into getting in shape to be like a pro level ultimate Frisbee player? Well, let me, uh, 
That's a really great question, and I would have to continue my story to really answer it best. <laughs> um, so my first, this this will go into the story, yes, and yes. let's just say it does take a lot to be successful and to really, again, like really succeed on that level. Um, so I did have success in the championship game and I did have success on the spiders, but again, I was surrounded by such great players and, you know, I was a role player. That's the truth. I was a role player and I've always been a role player. Um, what it takes. So my first season on revolver, actually right after that ADO championship, about a week later, I was going to worlds and, uh, yeah, I got to worlds and, it was amazing going to Italy with that group of guys. But when I was playing, I didn't really have a role on the team. I didn't, you know, I, I again, like I, I played defense. I, you know, did my job to the best of my ability, but I never was making plays on revolver. You know, I actually felt like I was hurting the team. I was one of the worst players on the team that year. I really was. And that year was pretty tough. After Worlds, we ended up winning. Um, it was an amazing feeling winning. I actually couldn't be at the finals, unfortunately, because, well, not unfortunately, <laughs> not unfortunately at all. My sister got married, and it was an amazing experience, yeah. and I loved them forever, but I had to miss the finals, which uh, was fine. It was very worth it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always say that, and I got to cut that yeah, out. Yeah, no, anyway. it's good. It's good. Shout out to family weddings at Anyways, great times. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So then was next was actually Nationals for Revolver in 2014, and we were upset in the uh, uh, quarterfinals, and it was a huge thing. Again, we had just gone off a world championship, and uh, yeah, it was really tough to take, and I realized like I was not a good enough player. I was not in good enough shape. I was not mentally strong, and I needed to change that. So the season for Ultimate, including Trials, is about five months. So there's a seven-month you know, really break from all two weeks after nationals, I found a new trainer. I found a new workout and I started preparing mentally and physically Mm -hmm. two weeks after nationals. I did a, I found a trainer and I said to him, like, I want to be doing something that would be to a division one college wide receiver esque workout. And he gave me this workout that really changed my life and changed who I am every let's see the workout was six days a week um three field days so like top speed um acceleration and then lateral speed those are the three days and the other three days were in the gym just lifting and doing olympic lifts like like you know obviously squats Uh cleans um um, snatches, and then a bunch of other, you know, you right. know, workout, uh, uh, workouts in the gym. And I would, let's see, the gym workout was about an hour and a half to two hours, maybe three hours, depending on the day. <laughs> the field work was about two to three hours a day. You know, I'd be waking up at like five thirty-six every morning to do them before work, and then uh, going to work, or you know, sometimes going till ten, eleven p.m. at night. And I was doing this for seven months straight. And, you know, I'd never, I've never worked harder for something in my entire life. I can honestly say that. And I was worried that I was going to get cut. I, I, you know, the 
about a week after nationals, my, you know, I talked to my coach and my captains and they said, you need to get faster and you need to be more confident. We don't see you having a role on this team next year. Wow. Straight. They were, they shot that straight with you. Oh, very straight. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and actually something that else helped is, so I have type one juvenile diabetes and something they said too was, look, you need to control your diabetes better when you're playing as well. Because the truth is, it's like, look, this is a top quality team. This is a world class team. If there's someone that is as good as me at my job and can always be playing because they don't have diabetes, then they're going to take that person. Wow. So it's true. I needed to. It's really cutthroat. You know, I mean, hey. Yeah. They're seven time national world yeah, champion. That's pro level. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I. I worked my butt off yeah. for seven months, and it changed my life completely. I, you know, it, I, I not only saw improvements in my, you know, athletic life, but in really my personal life in general. I just was way more healthier. I, I was happier all the time. If that's weird, like yeah, I was no, just, it makes sense. I, it yeah. just, I, there, there was something about it, and it was really great because I was. Competing with myself. I wasn't competing against anyone else. I was competing against myself and my own personal records in lifting and sprinting and running. I completely revamped my entire running form. Actually, this is a pretty cool, funny story, but my uh, my trainer said to me, because I had terrible running form, terrible running form, mm-hmm. and he said to me, he's like, all right, look, if I told you, if I told you to play Mozart right now, could you? I I've never played piano in my life. Yeah. I was like, no, he's like, that is what it's going to be like. That's what it's like to do this running training. Yeah. Like, I am trying to teach you Mozart. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to take time. It's going to take months. But if you keep grinding, if you keep going at it and keep doing your best, you're going to make mistakes. Then you will come out on top. And so I tried out for, so seven months later, I'm in the best shape of my life. I am, jumping higher i'm dunking basketballs now what (laughs) yeah it was it was awesome Uh it was awesome um and i tried out i made the team i was playing spiders again and we were had an even better team this year and we were just demolishing people just Uh just just demolishing them (laughs) and uh and so fast forward i made revolver which was again Uh like really important to me and Fast forward to the next AUDL championship weekend. It was actually in San Jose at the Earthquake Stadium, the nicest grass I've ever played on. Yeah. And I blew up. I I dim, I played <laughs> so well. That is one of this the greatest sports weekends I've ever experienced. My parents were there. So the first weekend, I didn't say this, the first weekend was actually in Toronto. Oh cool. That's where the first championship weekend is. Yeah. yeah. Was and um, this one was in San Jose. We were the home team. We had a huge crowd, and I just I blew up. And I, <laughs> look, I I'm not okay. I'm I'm telling you this right now. I know it sounds like it. I'm not really a person to like talk about this stuff, but you know, like it just it was so special. Like yeah. I, it was so special. My parents were there. Um, I'm proud of you right now. That's oh, awesome. My, my parents were there. My my girlfriend was there, and I remember. And oh, this is the coolest part. So I actually was an assistant director at a Jewish summer camp uh, for JCC East Bay, uh, yeah. JCC Camp Sophim, and a bunch of the staff 
came to the game and I had another buzzer beater catch and oh, I nice. caught it and I just pointed it at them and they were all pointing <laughs> back. It was so cool. That's awesome. And that was in the finals. Again, we end up winning and I was the last person to get interviewed by the ESPN uh, uh, reporters and it just was... Yeah. That's great. That's great. And that the highlights, we, we can find highlights of this, yeah? Oh, yeah, 100%. Just type in uh, Spiders versus, who do we play? The Radicals Championship Weekend, AUDL. Yeah. You can find it. It's, you'll, you'll find it. And, oh, my gosh, it was – actually, the whole games are online if you want to check them out, both of them. Sweet. That's great. <laughs> well, that's so good. I, I mean, like, I'm really – It's an amazing story that, that, that you thought you were going to get cut to, like – playing a pivotal role on the team to winning a national championship with your professional team like it's uh it's pretty inspiring and but like the the moral of the story is and it's like to me it's even more real because i know you like you hear about this all the time with professional athletes but like oh if you work hard you see results but like to hear it from you someone who i've known for like so many years like that it feels more real so i hope that the listeners to this are gonna like appreciate that aspect of it it's the truth. And I mean, look, it was tough. I mean, <laughs> waking up at six or, you know, or like, and being the only person at a 24 hour fitness or being the only person in the dark, like, right. Like doing a workout, you know, on just grass, it's being like by yourself doing mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it's really tough. And there are days like where I, I was so angry cause I couldn't, like, I couldn't get that last squat set uh-huh. in you, know, you couldn't get that rep in or something or yeah. like i just didn't i just felt terrible because of a workout but man and really the culmination of all those workouts just came true like yes at that championship weekend but really like at revolver nationals that year we <laughs> i mean we had we were number one going in we had lost the year before. We were all salty because of it. And we just <laughs> wanted it so bad. Everyone was so focused. We got to the quarterfinals, which we got upset in the year before. The team took half on us, eight to five. Mm-hmm. It's a game to fifteen, and you know what? I think it got capped early because uh, the horn went off, and basically it had to be a shorter game. And but we ended up winning on double game point which means it was like 12 12 game to 13 and we won and it was amazing and then we just demolished the semis and finals and won a national championship and i had a huge role like i had a huge role on the team and that it, it was pretty funny one of my teammates one of my teammates and it's kind of a backhanded compliment <laughs> my revolver teammates told me this year he was like god the revolver captains had some foresight taking you like you were nothing when you started, but okay, they saw some potential. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's that. Anyways, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny being on this side now, just because I remember watching like Cassidy, Russell, Devin, who are all we're all in revolver. Cassidy's a captain revolver and actually got voted number um, player of the year last year for club. And Russell's like arguably the best. Def- oh, did I lose you? Nope, still here, still here. Arguably the best defender, and Devin is just fast as like, I've never yeah. been fast. Probably like watching those guys as a freshman. 
you know, and just seeing how they play and their confidence and how good they were and just thinking like, man, I'll, I can never get to that level. And just and then then making the team with them and then having a role and then having them come up to me and, you know, like like we're congrat like we're, you know, yeah. hugging and being pumped awesome. because we won a championship together. Yeah. And man, it's just that's it, so it's, great. That's I so great. can't even explain the feeling and thinking about it from now, like, uh, Wow, exactly. I've, been, I've been really lucky to have some special, special weekends. Like I, I've been lucky to be, you know, on this team, and that they did give me a shot because they really didn't have to. Like I really wasn't that good, and I wasn't <laughs> in shape. But it's pretty. I, I, I can't believe what I've achieved in the past two years. Yeah. Really nice. So what's so it's um let's see it's uh, mid September now. The season starts again when? And where can we see you if we want to come out to a game? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, we have nationals for Revolver coming up, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. And I believe, actually, a few of our games are going to be televised. Um, our Thursday game is going to be on altiworld.com. It's going to be <laughs> a, a stream live on YouTube, I believe. Cool. You Look for Revolver. If you check out altiworld.com, you'll find the streaming schedule. And then if we make it to the semis and finals, those will be on ESPN3, uh, which online. And you can check them out if you have an ESPN account. Um, And for the flamethrowers, well, you know, I haven't signed a deal yet. Um, Uh I mean, look, I, you know, I I hope to uh, be playing pro next year and whatever team I do play for. Um, I think uh, we'll have a we'll have a great year, but <laughs> I will say that um, the flamethrowers I played for them this past year. We played at we play at Laney College, and the season starts in let me, let me think. Is it like May? Okay, June? so it's a ways off from now. Yeah, yeah, it's a ways off. Yeah, we're gonna have a long off season. I mean, I have to get in the gym yeah. again. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we'll check up on you. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the last thing I'd say is like. I mean, look, just like give Ultimate Frisbee a chance if you haven't. For all you listeners, especially if uh, if uh, you play at summer camp, just like me or anything like that, just play Ultimate. Every uh, everyone's come on, everyone can throw a frisbee. Yeah, it's Doesn't a matter best, if it's yeah. good or not, it's everyone really can throw one. Yeah. And if you ever see me around, I'd be happy to uh, toss with you and teach you a few things. <laughs> Amazing, oh, Greg, I'm so proud of you. It's so good. Thanks so much for your time, man. Hey, by the way, Mike Mason has the best. Uh, the best Jay I've seen in basketball. So uh, spot up Jay. Oh my gosh, he never misses. Oh my gosh, you were too kind. We used to run court on the uh, Newman uh, <laughs> the Newman court. We used uh, to run the show. Yeah, well, I could barely run. You were much better than I was. Uh, you would just be sitting in that like three, that corner three, and just popping. Oh, Greg. Well, someday I'll talk about my time being a semi-professional summer camp basketball player who can't move. Um, Greg, amazing. Um, we're going to follow your career. We're going to get updates from you, hopefully, as, as things progress. And uh, thanks for your time. It was really great yeah. to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for just letting me talk. With yeah, it's cool. Know. It's a great story. It's a great story. Great, great story. All right. Well, hey, it was so much fun. Thank you uh, for having me on. Totally. And, uh yeah, let's say, hey, let's play some basketball soon. Okay, sounds great. Bye, Greg. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Be sure to check out Greg and follow him in his career. Check out all the links that he talked about. Try to find your local ultimate 
team and, and try to catch a live game. These are people who are serious athletes who really lay it all out on the line. No padding, no nothing. To see someone lay out is one of the most incredible and sort of shocking things that you can see. Uh, Ultimate Frisbee is a fast, fast, fast growing sport. So if you've ever played, you know what I'm talking about. And if you've never played, maybe it'd be worth it to try to find a game. Really fun. Thanks for listening to the very, very first ever episode of Good Stuff Sports. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Good Stuff Sports. And the two things that you can do to help this baby podcast get its legs and start walking is to go to iTunes and subscribe, write a review if you like it, and tell a friend. Tell the athlete in your life, the little athlete that is. Thanks again for listening and for downloading and checking out the Good Stuff Sports podcast. For anything and everything that you need related to the Good Stuff Sports or Good Stuff Kids podcast, just go to www.goodstuffpod.com. Thanks for listening. See you very soon. Good stuff.